0: Thank you.
1: And welcome to Nostalgia Entertainment System This is your favorite podcast Press 1 to continue Beep. You have chosen to continue Goodbye Shortest episode ever that's only only the fifth time we've done that joke. Mm-hmm. That's really, really you've dumb. done it before. We've done that joke. Oh. we've done it. We've done like, well, podcast over. I was like, I at like the very this beginning. Ah, uh, yes. yes. We've done that joke many times before. Yeah,
2: I like the answering machine though, and the theme song. Good job. Scan lines by Rome Raker, Doom Raker. Hey, good enough. Moon, Moonraker? Yeah. Moonraker? Wow. Yeah.
1: If you can't tell already, we have a guest with us, and it is... Fan you know, favorite. Fan favorite, and I would say podcast favorite, Max Mon. Oh, hello.
2: Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Max. Thanks for having me. Of course. It's not really like I'm back, because we're in a new area. That's true. We are. It feels brand new. It's like it's a whole
3: new
1: era of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Also... Even more so, this is episode 50. Holy oh, shit. Oh, wow. Max, you're on the big 50.
2: That's crazy. The big Hawaii 50. That's great. Some say our podcast is over the hill. Mm, it, yeah. yeah. Some could have said that episodes ago. Yeah. I mean the glory days are over. <laughs> I mean what if we hit We hit our big you hit the big strides with the Burger King yeah. toys. Um, this is my third episode. You guys are struggling.
1: We're out of, we don't have any more friends. Mm. Mm-mm.
3: We're drowning in un-
2: loneliness.
3: Uh, what's the opposite of creativity? St-
2: procrastination.
1: Opposite of creativity. That's a, hmm. That's a, that's a
2: Procrastination's thing. Procrastination's too uh, conceptual. Yeah. I mean, because I, I don't think we're
3: procrastinating. Dull, dull, dullness. Dullness. Yeah. Boring the doldrums. We're in the doldrums. Oh,
2: I got it. Uncreativity. <laughs> oh, it was right in front of our noses. Oh, it really? Was <laughs> wait in our the faces under our noses. Yeah, you it. our frenulum. Your frenulum. <laughs> is that what that's called? <laughs> is that an eyebrow?
3: No, I was thinking of the middle part of your like above your lip. That's oh, your I upper believe, lip.
1: I believe it is. I, I think. <laughs> well, I think it's. I think it is both like that part of your lip and also like. The tip of the penis, like right under the pee hole.
2: You're thinking of.
1: <laughs> I'm making a little like triangle shape. You know, that part of the penis on like the front end. Oh, Josh, Josh.
2: keeps drawing triangles on his penis. Guys, can't you see?
3: <laughs> I mean, I will say, Josh, you got a fantastic pecker.
1: And also,
2: that's like a perfect triangle on
1: it. I know. I have a perfect frenulum. Is that my sauslies? <laughs> it's right, baby. In that's, more ways than one. That's a twos. <laughs> that's a weird one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
1: episode. 50. We've done this fifty times. Wow. That's fifty weeks. That's almost 50. a year.
2: I know. You got two more, and that's a year. Have I you done know. it every
1: week? Yeah, well, except for the one week, yeah. So three more episodes, you got a year. I feel
3: like that counts, because we did record some extra... That's a good point, we recorded half an hour. As long as you
1: put the episode out, it counts. All right, well then there you go, we've never skipped a week. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, I cannot believe it. Paul's over it, I love it. Josh is going full steam ahead. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep going. I would say, arguably, I'm more
3: into it now than I was in the beginning. That's probably true. Really? Yeah. Paul's got a
1: wonderful energy these days. How did for the Josh podcast. talk you
2: into this? Well, we had a meeting. A real meeting? A real meeting. We did. Did he wear a suit? Did he draw any triangles?
3: <laughs> he did. I mean, he did pull out his wiener, but I mean, he wasn't wearing a
1: suit. That's how, that's how I like to dress at home. <laughs>
2: yeah. Josh, you're standing. What are you doing?
1: We're in trouble. I've been <laughs> sitting all day.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Also this stool is very uncomfortable. I, when you want to trade me, I stole Todd's chair. No, it's fine.
3: Okay. <laughs> Todd, if you're listening, we're kidding. Max didn't steal your chair.
2: I definitely don't have your name taped to my back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Todd named his chair so that he wouldn't forget
2: or that so you wouldn't sit in it? Josh? I think I think it's because that's just what the chair's name is. I was going to say I think he literally named his chair that's
1: Todd Jr. in in in, in a way. Oh, what's the, uh, what do you guys,
3: do you guys name things? Like, are you, do you have you named your cars? Cars. cars? Yeah. Okay. Well, Max, what's your car's name?
2: I, well, let's start from the beginning. Okay. I had Betty. That was a 69 Volkswagen. That was my first car. 69 Volkswagen. Piece of shit. I don't know why my dad or mom let me buy it. Well, they bought it for me and then they're like, you're on your own. That car sucked. Then I got Susan, Subaru Legacy. Loved it. Mm. Susan died, kind of sold Susan. Uh, Got Todd. Whoa. Piece of shit truck. Hated Todd. Got a Subaru. What kind of
1: truck was Todd?
2: Ford Ranger. Wow. I I
1: I remember you being excited about
2: that truck. Not with the back seats. I was, but now I don't like to talk about that truck. So I'm moving on. Okay. Fair enough. Got Jackie, Subaru. That current car? No, that one also sucks. I went through a dry spell. <laughs> Not a dry spell, a shit spell. I don't know. And then I got Paul, which is the car I have right now. Your car is named Paul? It sure is named Paul. I can't believe I've never told you that before. No. Wow. I, can I ask mm-hmm. why it's named Paul? I bought it from Kelsey's grandpa, whose name is Paul, so I figured it would be rightful to name after him.
3: I forget that I'm
2: Kelsey's grandpa. grandpa. Yes, yes. So those are my car names. Wow! Now mm. you guys. Uh, so the car that I drove in high
3: school, which was kind of my car, not really. It was mostly my dad's car, um, but it was a uh, blue and green Subaru Loyale. Blue and green. Yeah, it was explain two-toned. that. So the front of it, it had been in a crash. Ah, uh, mm. okay. And then my dad kind of cannibalized his old Subaru. Yeah to mix it with this one. It
2: wasn't one of those, like, color-changing cars. No. <laughs> You've seen those? Yeah, those yeah. You, play, you got
1: like like that cool chameleon plasti yeah. dip for your old Subaru and just went to town. DMV, they
2: say, what colors your car? And you just say, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> A lot.
3: <laughs> I mean, I still say that because I'm an arrogant guy and I love to just really bully those people those poor civil servants (laughs) and you
2: just point at your car it's just a black car (laughs) (laughs) they're
3: like no i understand that's black i'm like oh you do understand oh Um, okay but it so i mean it's color changing if you were to look at it from the front and then it drove by and you're like Mm -hmm. oh now it's green (laughs) um what was that car's name again it was named mother nature oh
1: oh wow Mm -hmm. how ironic
3: yeah which we It was named that because in high school, I took some friends to Wendy's over the lunch break. And they were like, oh, I've got this trash. And I was like, you can just litter. And one of my friends was like, yeah, it's okay just to litter in Mother Nature. And I was like, well, that's the car's name now. So (laughs) they just threw their trash in my car. Oh, Um, I was like, out the window. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah,
3: they actually just threw trash out the window. (laughs) Um, And then then I got my car that I have now, which I've named Hank. You're a two-car family so far.
2: That's insane.
3: I mean, I I have lucked out with this Subaru. It's uh, one of those good engines. I'm told. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, good engine. But four ninety four, two point two liters. Oh no, mine's a ninety eight. So I don't know what. Ooh, I think you got a two point five in there. Maybe,
3: but I mean, so far he's been doing great. Hmm. Josh, I
1: have I don't name things. I don't even know your car now. It's uh my my actual car is a very shitty two thousand Hyundai Elantra which has not worked since June of 2019 and just sits behind my apartment and causes me stress every day about what to do with it
2: mm. um, cash for junkers
1: i, I just i just got to call someone like i don't even you don't need to pay me just take it pacific just,
2: steel might i bet somebody would pay pacific you steel posted on I, craigslist i think put it on craigslist free
1: yeah, I know. But the problem with those kinds of things, though,
2: Still have is for the title and everything.
1: And my the title is in my mom's name. And that the actual title is also not. It's in Kalispell. Like, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. But when I called Pacific, they were like, you don't need any of that stuff. Just bring it over. And I'm like, OK, great. And then it's just I just never got around to it. And it just stresses me out.
2: Well, let's take it over there tomorrow.
1: I'll get around to it. <laughs> That's always my thought. I was like, I could just do it. I could just do it next week. That was my plan. It was like my like Ugh. I remember like every day in July. I was like, all right, July is yeah. going to be the month. And then I never did it.
2: You guys are a one car family then, right now? Uh huh. You I bike everywhere though. You're a good biker. I do bike. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I've I've never I've never named any. I don't never named a vehicle. I've never named really anything that I have. But like a pet. I never. I've never had a pet to name. Oh, you had a dog, didn't we talk about that? And yeah, did you have a dog? Growing I, had a, up? I had a well, my dad had a dog when I was a, like a toddler. Did you call it a name? I didn't name it, doggy. I did, I yeah, I did call it a name, and it's a name that I use for security questions, so I'm not going to say it. Oh, that's right, oh. Molly1269. <laughs>
2: hey,
1: hey, <laughs> what did I tell you? <laughs> but uh, my girlfriend in high school, uh, she had a like a 1980 something suburban uh she named it Betty White. That's a good name. That's Why? a good name. I don't know because the car was old and Betty's old. Oh, it wasn't a white car? No, it was a it was a like a blue two-tone s- suburban from the 80s, huge gas guzzler mm-hmm. uh and it was also around the time when putting a mustache on the front of your car was in and that was like the thing to do. Yeah. You know, mustaches and bacon. Yeah. 2011 circa. Mm. Yeah. Are you sure she wasn't just a driver for a Lyft? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Never thought about that. Yeah.
2: You always thought the car's name was Lyft and she got a personal <laughs> sticker for it. Like, wow, that's <laughs> a really lot of people that's named a their lot cars Lyft and f- Uber. But it's really fun <laughs> spelling.
1: <laughs> Lyft and Uber. That those are weird car names. Well, but. they named it after that famous Robin Williams movie. Uber. Oh, right. They just couldn't fit it. So, you know, it's like a license plate. You're just limited <laughs> to the character. So, like, well, this Umber is the most works. important part.
2: <laughs> ah, good stuff.
3: Good stuff. Good stuff. If you've named a car out there, text Josh and he'll get it on the podcast.
2: Yeah, probably. Maybe. He hasn't mentioned one of my emails, so I stopped emailing. I. Mm-hmm. Mm, explain mm-hmm. yourself, Josh. Mm-hmm.
1: I, respo- I respond I to the emails.
2: Fantastic friends of Dexter's Laboratory. And then I one thought we e- did talk about that on the
1: well. Podcast. I I always just take I the email it. and I send a pic. I, I just send it to Paul. I was like Paul, look at this thing that Max sent.
2: And then one you had recording error where you couldn't hear. I believe it was Joe. It was
1: Joe. Time. And then I was like, oh, I fixed it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What? But you didn't apologize on Twitter like what people do. I don't believe in that. Not one apology on Twitter. You nah. didn't get in front of a podium there. Were, ABC, NBC.
1: I think it's a podium, if it's a podcast. <laughs> Pod-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: podium. I should have made a ten-minute video with a very clickbaity name and thumbnail, and
2: yes.
3: you won't believe what podcaster says to his fans with like
2: a picture of an aardvark. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> that'll get people. And somebody like doing like one like the scream face, like.
2: But it's also Macaulay Culkin. It's all mixed together, and I'm crying. Anybody done that mashup? That's an easy one: the scream and Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. I th- yeah,
3: sounds I mean, like that's a poster for someone. Yeah, probably by Edward uh, Columbus, mm-hmm. instead of Christopher Columbus, and instead of Edward Edward Munch. Oh. Wait,
1: where did Columbus come into this? Christopher Columbus he directed- found America.
3: <laughs> he directed uh, the he stole Alone. America Oh, Chris I was Columbus.
1: Maybe not Christopher. Wait, it was Chris
3: what Columbus. directed Home Alone? Pretty sure. Or was that John? That was John Malkovich. <laughs> Well, Devlin John Malkovich. Or was that Hughes? Shit. Now I got, I thought it was Chris Columbus. I'm going to look it up. Chris Columbus. Well,
2: if you want to know more, you email us at scanlines.com. <laughs> That's the address. Now, I just come on here now to mock you guys. That's
1: fine. You're the only person that can do that. There's probably tons of people yelling at us every day. Yeah, true. I don't care about them. I'm here fighting for everybody else. Yeah, it was You're the di- champion of the listeners. It yeah. was directed by Chris Columbus. I was right. Christopher or Chris? Chris. I hope that's his legal name. I mean, it must be. I don't I know. Think? Could be it could there might already have been a Christopher Columbus in Sag. And so he had to pick Chris. Mm. You know? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think
2: you should buy more of those chairs for all your guests cuz Paul looks comfy and his hair looks relaxed.
1: My hair? I was I was noticing that your hair is wild. It is beautiful right now. It is, is so that, tall. Is that what it's happens? Great. Is that what happens when you don't use shampoo? Well, I don't I don't know what it looks like right it now. It looks good. Leave I it, also took a nap before
3: coming over here, so I don't know what's going. You're on. You're
1: starting to look like uh Braver? Casey Neistat.
2: Ooh, I don't know that person. I don't know who
1: that is either. You're getting Casey Neistat hair.
2: But yeah, you got some. Uh, it's not as tall as it was earlier. I mean, I could probably make it. There so you far. go. Yeah. Yeah, you like were, that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, it's it's just kind of curly and uh, a little frizzy today. Tall on top, short on the sides. Mm-hmm. That's how I like it. Well, not for a long time. I know there was a there was a period in my life where Josh was giving me a haircut and I was too scared to get uh, what we were calling a
2: cool guy haircut. Yeah, hipster haircut.
1: Is what yeah, they call it. yeah. We just get a little short on the sides and the back, yeah. a little longer on top. And it looks good. And Paul just insists on getting all of it buzzed. He wanted it's, to be a it's skinhead.
2: It's scary to just be like, I'm going to rock something confidently that is totally different. Mm-hmm. So That's I've what had I the same say. haircut since I got bowl cuts. Mm. I used to get bowl cuts all the time. Me too. I thought as a kid, I was
3: really into the Chicago bowls. Mm-hmm. And then when we would go to the uh, the barbershop, my mom would say like, they like- my older brother would get a bowl cut, and I was like, "Well, I want a bowl cut too because I love the Chicago Bulls." <laughs> and I didn't realize it was it like was no, the same. It was the same time. Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, a bowl must mean like a like a you know horns." Yeah. Like I'm a bowl, but no, it, it's just like a bowl. <laughs> Did you ever
2: get lightning bolts from the Nike
3: swoosh or anything? Oh no, because I had the bowl cut, couldn't get anything without. Oh, but with it's that.
2: still shaved on the bottom a little bit. Oh yeah,
3: back. no, I I never ever yeah. dreamed of
2: something like that. Yeah,
1: I was not that cool. Yeah, do you ever want to like dye your hair like uh dennis rodman
2: i he's do, more of a scotty pippen dye his hair kind of
3: guy <laughs> okay <laughs> no i mean dennis rodman's cool as hell but i did not even know
1: who dennis rodman was as a kid
3: really no rodman wow. and i was not a good rodman, bulls fan i was rodman, a rodman, pippen bitch.
1: and jordan Rodman and jordan were the only ones that i knew
2: and uh and uh the the white guy with the flat top <laughs>
3: Oh. Steve, Nash? Steve Kerr, Steve
2: Kerr, Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr. Mm. Just because I had a lot of basketball cards of him,
3: mm. but yeah, I, I pretty much only knew uh, Jordan and Pippen at that right. point.
1: Hmm. Interesting,
3: but I had the beach towel to prove I was
1: a fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Wave that at the base at a base. Wave that at a baseball game. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> will know who you. What you're a fan. of <laughs> Be like, oh, this guy got <laughs> yeah. into Michael
3: Jordan when he oh.
2: played baseball. Weirdly. Mm-hmm. Always got to bring your uh, conflicting sports memorabilia to other sports. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is a, a little bit of a different topic, but Max, you you like Pokemon?
2: I love Pokemon. Are you really in a nostalgic sense? Yes, oh. absolutely. The Game Boy games, all that stuff. The was what's coming out on Switch. The Crystal and Di-
1: Shining. I am so stoked. I was going to ask because today yes. they released a new trailer for it. I don't care about that. I just want to play it. But did did you play the DS? No, Diamond I, and Pearl? Yeah. Those, those, I think that's yeah. my favorite. No. No. Yes, I did. You yes, did? I did. Yeah.
2: But I didn't have a DS growing up. I got a DS recently when Joe got it for me for Christmas or something. Oh, and then you played those ones? And I played all the games for DS and I was like, I need to upgrade to a Switch now that I've, because I didn't play video games from 13 till 25-ish. Too cool you know? for him. No, I just I don't know. Yeah. And then <laughs> 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 You did put sunglasses
3: on and put a cigarette in your mouth right as you said
1: that.
2: But anyways, yes, I love Pokemon and I'm very excited about that.
1: Yeah, because they released a new trailer yeah. for that and then they have a, like another kind of like spin-off yeah. game. See, and, and I'm not super into any of the other like uh
2: spin-offs, like even Pokemon Snap, like I don't I don't even care. I want that eight-bit walk-around town. That types mm-hmm. of walk through the grass, get annoyed when a Pokemon comes out that sucks and you have to battle it or run or do any of that. That's what I like.
1: Ah, yeah. all right. Nice. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very excited for for the new ones. Because I, Diamond, when it came out in like 2000, I don't know, like six or seven, whenever that was. Beats me. That was, that was the first Pokemon game I ever bought with my own money. I remember pre-ordering it. I remember going to GameStop the day it released and like picking it up and then... Spending the next like two and a half years just playing only that on my DS.
2: Yeah, it was so great. And I still don't know one of those Pokemon's names because I cut oh, off. I remember at most of them. Gold and silver. After that, I don't know anything.
1: Mm, I can't tell you anything after that. Yeah. After after Diamond and Pearl, it's kind of a crapshoot whether or not I'll know who they are. Yeah. But, oh. I can't wait.
2: I am very excited. It's going to be so good. Because uh, uh, Sword and Shield, I hope this doesn't offend anybody listening, but those games sucked.
1: I didn't buy it.
2: It sucked. I was hoping that it would be cool. It was the best idea in the world. It was like, let's make it like yellow, uh, blue, red, but where it's, you know, 3D. It's open world. You actually walk through. Perfect. No, they changed everything.
1: They didn't do any of that. They There's not just, all the Pokemon art yeah. in there.
2: They should have made it the exact same game, just in the 3D world. Yeah. That's all I wanted.
1: And then they didn't do it, and then I didn't buy it, and I don't plan to buy it. <laughs> no,
2: don't do which it. Which is a shame. Yeah. I bought it, bought digitally, too, so I can't sell it. Oh, no. I, like, literally just don't want it oh, on my no. Switch.
1: See, the, the thing is, like, I, too, like, I don't know, to maybe give Game Freak a little bit of, like, you know... I don't know what the proper term may like benefit uh, of the doubt. Let's
2: clear up. You're but, talking about yourself, game freak.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that okay. you're, you <laughs> don't <laughs> um, need to call Max that. Just because you're upset, Josh. I think there is. I, I think there is definitely a difficulty between like, well, do we want to k- still keep making games for kids, or do we want to make games for the people that were ki- for th- for people that are th- in their thirties that were kids but then. You know, I it's think, like who po- do you make
2: I think Pokémon is just doing what they did from day 1 when the first pack of Pokémon cards came out, which is let's make what sells. They don't give a fuck, right? I that's mean, probably, that's probably That is probably true. It's Pokémon cards were so addicting cuz they were purposefully that way. You know, trading cards are built that way. They're supposed to be addicting. Mm-hmm. So, that's true. I don't trust them. Mm. Fucking game freaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably for good reason. There's so many crossovers to the topic of today. I just want to throw that out.
1: Really? There. Like yes. from everything we've from a lot of stuff we've already game been talking game about.
2: Game freak, mind freak.
1: <laughs> uh, you got Abra, Kadabra, Alakazam.
2: Oh, I mean, come yeah. on. David Blaine's in the new Pokemon. Wait, what? Is it? <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> but Is wouldn't he that a catchy? He's a catch-up. <laughs> Look, there's oh. so much I don't know about both Magic and Pokemon that that's entirely
1: possible for me. That's great. Well, let's just get right into it. Let's take a little break, and then we'll go right into Magic Town, baby. Ooh.
0: Choo-choo. Woo!
1: <laughs> right. I, I have to pee now. Okay. Can I use your special key? Hello, it's me once again, reminding you that the Dharma Party sale is still going on you can head over to dharmaparty.art store and use the code office50 for 50% off whatever and how much ever you buy on that site. Once again, that is dharmaparty.art store and use the code office50 for 50% off. Thanks again, everyone.
4: Hi, I'm Marshall Brodeen. You know, most magic tricks are easy once you know the secret. Like this one. Stuff any handkerchief in your hand, and with the magic vanisher, presto, you made it disappear. Now take this empty tube. Drop the glass through to convince everyone that it's really empty. Pour some water into the tube. But look, it doesn't go through. Cover it with any handkerchief. Push it through with a pencil. And what happened to the water? Here it is, back inside the glass. Those are just some of the 15 tricks you will find in this TV Magic set. Yes, now you can put on your own TV Magic show and have hours of fun entertaining your friends. The TV Magic set comes with all the equipment and instructions for 15 tricks, plus a complete deck of cards and instructions for 25 card tricks, and a book of 102 other magic tricks you can learn to do. Get TV Magic sets only $4.99, available at all thrifty drug and discount stores.
1: Mm. We're back from our donut break. Mm, thank Just you, Josh. Call us cops.
3: <laughs> no.
1: Call us the Donut Boys.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I call cops or Donut Boys. A D B A B. All Donut, donut boys, boys are, are bastards. bastards. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. Anyway, we're back. Uh, we're back here with Max once again. To talk magic. 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 You you had immediately just like, hey, when I asked like, hey, Mac, would you be able to do an episode? And then you're just like, yes, magic. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah. And we've talked about this before, like yes. how much you love magic. And I I don't, I'll just let you go right into it. Like how you are like, I don't oh, know. I don't
2: like that. You're the host. <laughs> Correct me. Okay. Well, the only thing I don't want to talk about is magic of the gathering.
1: We're not, yeah, okay, we because won't talk about that. Because I
2: don't that. know, but we can talk.
3: But I would never want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> if we do talk about that for an episode, you might have to find a guest host, Josh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, you guys already did that with Todd.
3: Wait, what did Todd talk about? Todd talked about childhood pogs. injuries and pogs, but he also uh, buys yes, Magic yes, the Gathering yes, cards. Yes, yes,
2: yes. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the focus of the episode.
1: Well, yeah. we'll start with this. Max, why do you love Magic so much?
2: Because it's it's scary and unknown and there is no answer till the goddamn masked magician or whatever came on TV and started riddling out answers.
1: What is Wait, what is that? I don't know. The masked <laughs> it's a magician? guy.
2: He's got his own TV show and he explains how magic tricks are done by some of the best magicians. Mm. Why would you do that to yourself? I mean, I'm sure he makes a buttload of money doing it. Yeah, but so do con artists. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I will say though he's that he's like the
2: opposite of a con artist. Every time I've looked up how any trick is done. There are a few I know how they're done. One is the penny cup David Blaine does. It's a coffee cup where he shakes it and it fills up with pennies. Oh. And now that I know how it's done, mm-hmm. it's not fun to watch anymore and I feel like I ruined something within myself. That's,
1: that to me that's really interesting and it might just be a difference in I mean, like t- our personalities or something because I um one Have of my favorite Have to know? Not necessarily have to know, but like knowing how the trick is done usually will give me more appreciation for the trick, especially for things like sleight of hand. Like I can usually pinpoint like how certain sleight of hand moves are done. It's like, okay, I know like where they palmed this thing and how they did that. But then the beginning of last year, uh, like right when like quarantining, lockdown, all that was like, guys, you have to like stay inside and you can't leave. I thought, well- maybe I'll use this time to get into like sleight of hand and learning how to do magic. And it's hard. Yes. It's uh, yes. I will tell you this. I got, I, I practiced and I did it for 30 minutes before I gave up. Yeah. And it's hard. So then when I see like, when I see how these tricks are done and how people do these things, I'm like, wow, like that is incredible how they're able to have this much control mm -hmm. over their hands. So like, one of one of my favorite subreddits, eh, sort of, is it's called Black Magic Fuckery, and a lot of it is people doing like sleight of hand or other kind of like magic illusion kind of tricks. And a lot of times when you go into the comments, people will kind of explain like this is how this trick is done and use them like Fuck wow that people. I don't know for me I'm just like that's really interesting because I <sighs> I don't mind no. knowing. You imagine being a kid and you're just like what and it's
2: just ruined
1: like santa do you do you, so do you
2: not it's like a million santas being ruined what is have you seen oh so the uh what is that the
3: santa uh like uh convention the, the santa
2: complex yeah. is what i
3: <laughs> <laughs> every day a million santas are ruined for you <laughs> santa what's that it's like this thing josh you know what i'm talking about right with
1: santa it's in like a big it's New like York. like a
2: Las Vegas type Santa convention. Like the
3: thing convention? in New York where
1: everyone dresses up at Santa and gets drunk at bars. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, but imagine
3: all the little kids walking by and seeing Santa Claus just piss-ass drunk. True.
1: <laughs> and they're like, like, Mommy, is that Santa? And they're like, mm, no, that's no, just no, that's just That's one of his your fans. <laughs> What are your thoughts on Penn and Teller Fool Us?
2: Oh, Penn and Teller. I don't know what Fool Us, whatever that is, but oh. Penn and Teller are, are amazing. David Blaine is amazing. Chris Hangel can go die. Um,
1: <laughs> wow.
2: The, the Tiger Brothers, uh, cool. Rest in peace. Uh um, Wait, who
1: are the Tiger Brothers?
2: The guy who got his his, his Joe his Exotic, head, his head chunked, Carol They may have been more circus. No, they were definitely magic. Were they? Um, oh,
1: what are their names? Siegmund and Siegfried and Roy. Yep, yeah, there you go. Um, were they magicians? But one of them died mm-hmm. because the tiger got him. Wait, he died? Yeah, pretty yeah. sad. I just I remember the news. It was like. He yeah. got mauled by the by a tiger. Yeah. I didn't know he died.
3: He died. I, I feel like he got mauled maybe once, other than the
2: time he died. I'm sure. i sure. It, I'm sure it happened multiple times.
1: But yeah, but he was, definitely did
2: die of that. There was the last. Oh chomp, my god! I didn't, which maybe that's how he wanted to go.
1: Uh, probably. I mean, that's you know died doing what he loved.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, David Copperfield, which I have seen live.
1: Wow. Yes. Mm. Amazing. So backing up a little bit, so Penn and Teller have a show called Fool Us. New old. Nostalgic or up to date? It's, it's start, I want to say it started in like the mid 2010s. And I think it's still ongoing. And it's, it's like, it's, it's one of those like talent reality shows. But the point is, Mm -hmm. you want to Mm. do a trick.
2: The people try to impress them and they're like, we know what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. No. No. But I don't like American Idol or America's Got
1: Talent. I don't like that setup. I don't I mean, I don't really care for just like the backstory and it's like Yeah. like my, my my grandmother is in the hospital and I'm doing and these I card tricks so no. that she'll be yeah. proud of me. I don't care for that shit. Just show me the trick. Um but a lot but of them the are shows really are, cool.
2: They are, but this they're so structured. Where you watch a David Blaine special and there is not a moment of dullness besides mm. the commercials.
3: Huh. So mm-hmm. the I, I didn't watch a lot of magic growing up. I still don't watch a lot of magic. Have you, though? And if so, what? Well, so I, I watched one special where it was like kind of a hybrid comedy magic show. And I don't remember the guy's name. So I'm curious if either of you two know. Just one guy, not two. It was one guy. Jeff Dunham. It is insane <laughs>
2: what he does. He was making these little
3: <laughs> puppets appear as if they were alive. And racist. Yeah. And there was one named Peanut. Yeah. Um, So that's Jeffrey Dunham. But,
2: but I think I do know who you're talking about. Was on Comedy Central. Yes. One, com- last, com- no, one
1: night stand or. Last Comic Standing? Not
2: Last Comic Standing. Wherever they had one person have
3: a half hour special. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not even sure if that was it, but it was a Comedy Central thing.
2: I know what you're talking about. And he was hilarious.
3: He was very funny. And he had he- the bandana on. He
2: was kind of chubbier and he had a beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Ralphie yes. May, Maybe. He would no, just- It wasn't Ralphie Mae. <laughs> 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 he just fucked with people. It I was, remember
3: he had thing where he, like, swallowed a razor blade and then, like, pulled it back out. And there was also a teeny bit of blood on the razor blade.
2: But I think, it, I think those were the jokes, is, like, he was messing up the tricks or something like that. Mm. And, like, he would, like, yeah, like, a razor blade on his throat and then pull it out and be happy about that he got it. But it's, like, got blood on it. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, this guy's hurt. And that was his whole thing. I forgot about that.
3: Yeah, I don't remember. I watched it in like 8th grade mm-hmm. and so I barely
1: remember anything about it. Yeah. But that's my that was all of my magic. I'm I'm a little surprised like cuz like David David Blaine and David Copperfield both would have huge ABC NBC specials. Mm-hmm. And they would just like they would advertise it for weeks and like it would just be like the thing to watch on TV. People love magic. I yeah. Never even heard of those happening. What you don't, you don't, like David
2: Blaine? Even with his dumb things that he did, like I heard, lay in this box, did not eat.
1: I'm gonna be in this ice bath for 24 yeah. hours or some shit. I heard the name. I I knew David
3: Blaine was a magician. Never watched his stuff. Never got. Never even oh noticed the ads. Oh my
2: god, Paul! I want to watch a David Blaine special with you sometime. That uh, sounds let's fun. Do it.
1: I'd love Wait, to. Wait, Paul, what is, your, what is your disposition on just like magic in general? Do you just like not, do you not, like if, do you just not find it interesting? I mean, it's.
3: Yeah, I, fucking tell us, Paul. <laughs> I don't, I'm not interested enough to seek it out, but I'm not going to like, I don't hate it. I just have not, I've been prevented with, pre- prevented, presented with very few opportunities to view
1: magic. But it's all over the internet. It's so, and like so many people on all sorts of apps do Nowadays,
2: it. but as a kid, but it like, was a little harder to find. That's
1: true. And, that, and that's why those specials, I think, were so big, they right? They were
2: specials. They were never a show. No. You know, yeah. Like I mean, I just, I, I, I,
1: well, I
3: mean, probably since I never watched it as a kid, I, I know about it from popular culture, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, now it, it doesn't interest me enough for me to like go on YouTube and,
2: type in. Oh, that's
1: so interesting. I, you you guys do that? I spent several hours
2: today watching magic
1: tricks. (laughs) Did you ever watch, uh, that like Shin Lim video that I sent you some months ago? That's
2: the one I didn't watch. I watched the one that Caitlin sent me of David Blaine with the frog, but I was actually thinking of that today and I couldn't find the link that you had sent me. So send it to me again. Now I'll watch it. I'm sorry. I didn't last time.
1: Oh, that, that, that's totally fine. But I think as far as like, you know, contemporary magicians Mm -hmm. like his I don't I can't I can't comprehend how you do any of the stuff that he does right where it's just like sometimes it's really easy and really obvious to see like oh this person is palming this thing or this person has this kind of like setup with their table his is just it's it is it is beyond me how any of like his card tricks happen and the thing that kind of like when I when I was trying to get into um trying to get into magic and sleight of hand last year. Part of the reason I gave up was just like, it's just so hard to have that kind of control over cards. And
2: commitment to learn it. I know. Because like, it's I, a pretty useless skill. Uh-huh. Unless you're going to steal from people. Unless you're David Blaine or a con artist. Uh-huh.
1: But for me, it's like, I I have small hands. And it's hard for me to like, like all the things where it's like, you should hold a deck of cards this way. I'm like, that is incredibly uncomfortable. And like there's no like you just I uh, you just need to get mm-hmm. used to it. Cause the thing that really like kind of made me just like, all right, whatever, fuck this, was Shin Lim, I think, posted a video of his wife doing one of his tricks and she has small hands like, Well, I guess that's no excuse. Yeah. I guess I could have done it. But there then I there's no up.
2: excuse to excellence, Josh.
1: I know. I'm just lazy and uh, unmotivated.
2: I'm right there with you. hmm But as a kid I tried.
1: Well, so, you you did you say you saw David Copperfield?
2: Yes, I sure did. Middle school, sixth grade. <sighs> Tell us about that. Connor Anderson was also there. I was a little embarrassed to see another kid from my school there because I thought, I should be too old for this, but I fucking love this. <laughs> I remember that feeling because we made eye contact. He had better seats than me, though. Oh, no. So, I was like, I can't be that embarrassed. You're right up there, dude. <laughs>
1: But also extra twenty dollars to get there. Man,
2: I wish I was up there, dude. Was
1: that like was that here in town? Yeah at the
2: Adams Center? Center. Whoa. Made a car disappear up here, maybe both. On stage. Whoa. amazing. Great show. My mom took me. A blanket over it like a bird? Uh, There was like a screen, but you could kind of see from the side and stuff. I'm sure the car was under the stage the entire time and just got lifted up. David Copperfield's more of just like a show like Las Vegas magician, Mm. which is fun to see, uh, but that's not totally my cup tea. My cup tea is street magic like David Blaine.
1: I always get those two mixed up because they're magicians that were popular at the same time, and both of their names are David. Oh, their names are David, aren't they? I I get the same... I get the same confusion With Chris Rock and Chris Tucker Two Chrises that are in the same Kinds of movies that were popular at the same Time I don't know And they're both black I know you're all thinking it I was, I was just trying to think of
3: other movies That Chris Tucker was in besides Rush, Rush Hour and The Fifth Element Uh, The Fifth Hour <laughs> The
2: Fifth Hour <laughs> The Fifth Hour, <laughs> the fifth hour. It's like the fifth element and the sixth sense that I always get mixed up because they have the same people. So I always say the fifth element, which is an element, right? <laughs> oh, Wait, the you po- are—I yeah, so don't know sixth, what you're talking their about. The eighth senses nine into the <laughs> thirteenth, though. But and then David Blaine comes in. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> that movie—that's <laughs> gibberish. I followed. Yes. Yes. Clear as mud. But anyways,
3: they're
2: two very different people, too. Chris Tucker and Chris Rock? Respect them. Them, too. (laughs) Maybe a little less. They're both pretty loud and outspoken and stuff. I wonder what Chris Tucker's up to. Chris Rock's doing just fine. Chris Tucker, though? What do you think? Think he pocketed some money? Oh, wasn't he also in Friday? I've never seen Friday.
3: I haven't either, but I'm pretty sure... That he was also in that. I feel like Chris Tucker's probably doing fine, too. Doing
2: fine? Yeah. Because they're still making Rush Hour movies. Are they? Yeah, they're called like Fast and Furious 7 <laughs> and Fast and <laughs> Furious 8. and Yeah. You know, I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. <sighs> I think I've seen the first couple. Yeah? But, uh, apparently, to some people, it's just a great guilty pleasure.
1: I know. I kind of want to watch
2: them. I could get into it, I think. Because I yeah. think
1: at a certain point, the movies just kind of became self-aware, right? And that's when they got good because they just... They, like, we're they just, gonna make,
2: just went all in. Yeah, we're
1: just mm-hmm. going to make a bunch of crazy scenarios with cars and things blow up.
2: Because the last one that I saw was like Tokyo Drift. And I think that was the last one before they, st- I don't even know the plots of the movies, but I don't want to use the word believable, but maybe not so far-fetched. Plausible? It, was like it was street
3: racers, you know? Yeah, like, right? it, like it would make sense for whatever like heist or CIA operation. I don't know what happens in them. Were they ever? See, I I thought the first several were just like
2: car races. We
3: go. I thought they were always
1: just about car races until I think they evolved. Until it turned into like yeah. Now we are like a now we're a secret agent family. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen those. I have. I haven't seen any of them. But I'm into it. Caitlin loves Tokyo Drift. At least the song from Tokyo Drift. Speaking of
2: Tokyo Drift, Tokyo. I was jealous when you and Joe went to Tokyo. Is That's it because enough. of. But then Joe said the magician. The and ma- I went, oh my yes. God. Yes. I missed out. Oh, it yeah.
1: You should definitely talk about this. Incredible. So, uh, executive producer Joe and I, we went on a trip to Japan in 2018. And the podcast paid for it all, right? Podcast paid for it. It's great. I was pretty jealous. I didn't go either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you were busy. And also, you had to deal with your ex wife, Miranda. So anyway, Paul, can I have one of those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, max is to at this Rainier. Here it. I got it. I can see it. I can get it too. I'm also a grown up. <laughs> Ow. Oh shoot. Ow.
2: Continue, Josh.
1: Anyway, so we went we went to Japan and when we were in I want I want to say we were in uh Hiroshima. We we just had some free time like it it, it we were on it like a tour kind of thing so it was kind of it was structured throughout the day, and then using the evenings just like go explore do whatever you want so in the evening we we went out for dinner, and we were like well it's still it's not that late out let's go like look for a bar or whatever or like someplace fun to go get like a drink have a couple drinks and then go back to the hotel and then just go to bed. So we were looking for just like on Google Maps, just like, let's look for a bar to go to by just by chance. The one bar that kept coming up was called mystery, I think. And it it worked out great because one, like it's all Japanese. Like this is the one that I can read. And so we're looking
2: in Japanese and you could read mystery. Yeah. You knew the word.
1: Yeah, it was written it was written in katakana which is uh less complicated than kanji and it's also used for foreign words. So if you can read it, it's like, "Oh, this is misty." It's like, "Oh, it's it's called mystery." <laughs> okay. Katakana is is uh for the most part English words in a very Japanese accent. Okay. And it also helped a lot because like, when we're looking for it, so the thing about Google Maps, Apple Maps, any map program that they don't tell you, they don't tell you uh, like vertical, verticality. Yeah. So there's so many times like I'm trying it's to Japan find.
2: very much is. It, yeah. So I'm like, mm. I'm looking
1: for this place to eat curry. I'm looking for this place to do this thing. And like, I think I'm here at the building. But then also because we live in Montana, you never think about looking up for a building. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it, it it worked out that this was the one bar that kept showing up and also that when we were looking around it's like, "Oh, I can see that like the sign for it is right here." So we go into this building, we go like cram into a tiny elevator, go up to like the second or third floor, and then we see if we see like uh this little it it looks like they're not open. And it's like, "Okay, this is very strange, but it says they're open on Google Maps." So like we open the door and walk in. And then there's no one in there. There's no one in this bar. I don't know how they make money. Maybe it's a front. Who knows? Or maybe it's because it was a Wednesday night. Who? I don't have an idea. But there's this like I don't know, probably 50 year old Japanese man behind the bar, and like he greets us. He like gives us all menus, and then like once we once he gives us our drinks and everything, he's like he asks like Are you ready? And we're like Uh, sure. And that's when we learned. This was a magic bar. And the wow. bartender for the next like hour it's like my dream. just does close up sleight of hand for us. Oh my God. And it was wonderful. Just like this charming old Japanese man that's just like ha- like has a very rudimentary knowledge of English that's just like, you know, just like, oh, look, he's like, got like these foam balls and it's like stick them in his hand and they're gone. And all of a sudden they're behind Joe's ear. I was like, oh my God. That was the coolest thing I have ever seen. Do you ever think that Joe might have been in on it? Yeah. I think he orchestrated the whole thing. I think he knows. I think that's his dad. I think that's Dennis. <laughs> so is Dennis in there? <laughs> I think that's I think that was Dennis. Oh, Dennis. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was that was so fun. Just like, cause you go in there, like, cause it's it's a small bar. Yeah. Like, there's room for. At the most, eight people. You can't fit any more in there. Yeah. And so we're going like, wow, this is a very small bar, but I guess it kind of makes sense because you know you're limited for space. And then all of a sudden, it's just magic. And then, and I think
2: that's probably why no one goes there. They're like, maybe we don't. Need, this guy won't make us a fucking drink. All he does is, to is to play the with these balls bar. all day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I think later in the night, like another employee of that bar came in, and then they made us like balloon animals. <laughs> Oh, crossing worlds into circus. Yeah, I love it. It was it was so <laughs> cool. What It was a great
3: night. This is just making me think that maybe I should try to learn some sleight of hand magic for slow nights so that I get a good tip from people.
1: We tipped that guy like crazy. I would I'd hang bet. out with you more, too. And no, we didn't. You can't <laughs> okay. tip in Japan. Of course. We'd. I don't know why I said that. Wait, <laughs> so wait, we wait. Tip we just bought
2: more drinks. Wait, oh, I see. You said you cannot tip in Japan? No, it's rude.
1: Rude? Oh, it's rude to tip in Japan.
2: Because it's saying you probably need this. Yes. Mm. How? I what think if you're like me and goes, I do need this.
1: <laughs> well, then their pride gets ahead of them. Is I there guess. no panhandling? Probably not. I don't know. Hmm. No idea. Yeah, that's another, That's that's my magic bar story. Me, I love tips.
3: If you ever come see me at work, please tip. Good. I'll give you a tip.
2: I give you a solid 10% every time I'm in there.
3: And I appreciate it. I give mm-hmm. it at
1: least five. You do, right.
2: You're one of those people who writes 10% in the thing and then makes me do the work. I write 10% and then underneath I write math. <laughs> and then underneath I draw. I just write, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that because
3: it puts me in my place as someone who tries to speak
2: to yeah. you in, a, ser- in you, a service role. If you knew some sleight of hand, yeah, <laughs> maybe leave off the finger. But... <laughs> The hand-drawn middle finger
1: you mm-hmm. Now, Max, I know that we we had talked about how both of us just don't really have the drive to learn or skill. magic or skill. Yeah. But did you ever try when you were a kid? Yeah, absolutely. How did that turn out?
2: Well, it was always like the magic. Uh, every kid magic set was kind of like set up where you didn't need to learn shit. It was just like, here, here's the trick. Fill up this thing with water, tip it upside down, it won't spill. Something like that, you know. And it's like it's made for you. Mm -hmm. Like I had a deck of cards that was all seven of clubs. Um, Oh, whoa! And it worked. That's until uh, somebody said, "Show me the deck." (laughs) (laughs) And I can't remember where I got them. I think it was like Scholastic Book Fair type things. I always had one, and I my mom was always kind of like, "You can get." You have to get this many books, like Magic Treehouse or something like that, and we'll get you something fun if you also get, like, seven books. Wow, you have and to get books. And you have to read them. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, the fun things money bags were here. either, yes, uh, did you hear about our trick-or-treating <laughs> experience? You, you uh, would
3: get all those candy bars <laughs> and then sell them later. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, if For you didn't hear the trick-or-treating experience, you got to go to patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Was that Patreon or was that, that was Patreon?
2: It's all blended together. We're having such a good time. I really am. I forgot we were recording. <laughs> uh, but I, my parents were just kind of—they like, were very like, "You have to read, like, you know, gun to your head, read. You have to read, Read, you idiot." <laughs> uh, but they were also like, "You can get one fun thing if you want." So that was either Guinness Book of World Records. Oh hell yeah! Or I'm I I it's got to be where I got it—the magic set. And the magic set had some weird fucking little, like cups and stuff with balls. And it did have a thing where you fill it with water and it didn't pour out. But the biggest thing was that deck of cards that had sevens of spades the entire deck. Wow. And the back was bicycle, the like wow. legitimate oh. back. Wow. Uh, I don't know how there was not copyright there selling Maybe, those. May, did
1: they not produce it?
2: No, it wasn't a bicycle. Thing, no. no, bicycle would never stand by that. But thing. maybe they just bought fifty-two decks of cards, <laughs> took them out, resold them. Oh, maybe. Maybe um, they
3: just did that with every one of them. And they just bought fifty-two, and, then, and then, so there were yeah. some with, like, you know, you had the king of spades for every fifty-two oh, jokers. That's not a bad
1: idea. <laughs> there you they go. Were,
2: oh, smart. Yeah, I'm gonna open a magic shop. Anyway, <laughs> it's all cards. That's all I knew. I like. I couldn't even like shuffle cards until I was in. High school, early college, you know. I still I was, can't really I, shuffle cards. I'm very confident with it now, but like not like Joe, who can do the bridge. And
1: I can't do a bridge. You know, things things like my, like I, I, I think can my can't, I think my hands bridge. are too small. Can but you? apparently, mm-hmm.
2: you're a card guy. I mean, I, I've never as noticed far as sh- when we were playing poker, shuffling goes. Yeah, hmm. Hmm. but uh, yeah. So I I never really learned.
1: I had a I had a couple magic kits when I was a kid. I remember getting one that like. Uh, I don't. It had like the string th- thing where it's like, look at all these different lengths of string. And now they're all the same length of uh, string or that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, I think I got frustrated and then just cut them all to the same length. <laughs> um, I definitely did that. <laughs> there was also another. Uh, there just was a straight up cheating. <laughs> yeah. There was another uh, like, li- it was like a little plastic box and you put a plastic coin in there and then. The idea was like, look, I can st- I can put these little plastic swords right through the coin. Yeah. And the idea is like, the coin just flips on its side. Yeah. And then you can put all the swords through, and it's like, and then you take all the swords out, and they open up, it's like, look, no holes in the coin. Had one of those. It was all like
2: mechanism magic, mm-hmm. I, which was never satisfying. You think it would be like when you see it, and then you get it, and you do it, and you're like,
1: that's not fun. Mm-hmm. I had like the dice box where like you, you line the dice up in a specific way and then you shake it and then they all flip over and then it's like, look, now they're all sixes.
2: That sounds like a fun one.
1: Had that one. Uh, wow, so
2: you had some magic stuff. Where'd you get those?
1: That? Oh, I don't know. I think that was a birthday gift or something. Fun. Yeah. And then there might've been other things in that magic kit, but the other one that I remember and I might've told the story already and it's the only time I ever remember throwing a tantrum in a store. There was a now magic listening. specific deck of cards where there was, it, it just included a bunch of blank cards or mm-hmm. something. And I remember just wanting that so bad. And like, I was like crying and yelling in the store until my parents eventually bought it. And then guess what? It's complicated. And I didn't <laughs> know how to do it. That's funny. But those are those are like the two you things stupid kid. I was such a I was this stupid. So like the you, you, like the 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 cup and ball trick were like, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. not even a trick or just like the the tr- thing. Yeah. The thing that people on the street do also like try and scam you, you know, where yeah. it's like, all right, guess where the ball is. I remember trying to do that with my dad. But the cups that I used were all different colors, so I would put it under the purple one, and I could not understand yeah. how my dad could keep getting it. I even told him, like, "Okay." He didn't let you win. No, oh, he didn't let me win, dad. and he also didn't explain how he knew. And I didn't figure this out until I was maybe like 20 years old. Like, he's like,
2: I, he's like, I got this little fucker.
1: Because like, I would it. even do the thing of like, I would put the I would put the ball under the cup. And I would say, all right, now turn around or like leave the room. And I would mix it all up and it would come back. I was like, how are you doing this? I mean, that is exactly
3: what I would expect you to do to like a child if you had one. <laughs> so that makes perfect sense to me that your
1: dad would do that to you. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you talked to him about that? Nope. See, I, I don't know if he would even remember. I, this is a
3: kind of related story. Um, Apparently, when I was a kid, my my dad and my older brother and I would all play Monopoly together. And apparently... Oh, you told me this once. I, I've definitely told you this story. But apparently, as a kid, I was like obsessed with counting my money. And so it would get to the point where it was like it would come back around to my turn and I'd be like counting my money and organizing <laughs> it. And so my dad and my brother would be stealing money from the bank. <laughs> and I was always so confused as to how I would lose so badly every time. And I assumed I was like, well, I guess when you get older, you're just better at Monopoly. <laughs> but no, eventually when I was like twenty five, they were like, Oh yeah, we were cheating at Monopoly a lot. And it really shook my uh my faith in my family. <laughs> but now I'm
2: way good at Monopoly. When people are better cheating? at stealing money, you mean?
1: No, I don't steal. I just play fair because I had to I had to play cutthroat.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: I might try and get back into like learning sleight of hand.
2: I thought you were going to say Monopoly.
1: I and have, Monopoly. I, don't... I have
2: no interest. Magic is simply for the TV, and I want to see David Blaine in person. Mm. That's one of my goals. The reason also I picked Magic is because there are so many genres and different things that Magic can go to. That's true. Where the first time I picked Extreme Home Makeover, and it was Tough to talk that long (laughs) about one T V (laughs) show. But this, you got Magic Eight Balls, you got David Copperfield, you got Harry Potter, you got Magic Gathering if you want. You got
1: I mean that that's Juggalo's, are
2: they magic? Sure, probably magnets. I don't know. So
1: The Harry Potter thing when you were when you mentioned that in our in in the text thread You don't really think about it. You think fantasy. Well it threw me off because I wouldn't. Do you like Harry Potter? Because I would have never... Fuck yeah, I do. I would have huh. never guessed you liked Harry Guess Potter. Guess what I don't like? Lord Say. of the
2: Rings. Yeah. Wow. Tough, right? Huh? That is tough. tough. There go your listeners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're out of here.
3: <laughs> there go me. <laughs> Sorry. I'm the exact opposite.
2: I I'm Harry indifferent
1: Potter. to both.
3: Mm. Something
2: N- about Harry Potter, I love it. Mm. I was a kid. I'm a kid. Harry Potter's kids. It's so relatable. I'm not a big, I am now, big hairy guy with an axe or hammer or whatever that redheaded guy was. I was going to say, you
3: did bring that axe in here and you're like,
1: there's a hole in the wall now. You
2: shall not pass. But I don't know who said that during it. It's the same guy. Is it really?
1: No, it's not. (laughs) I just really wanted to
3: make somebody mad who's listening to this and be like, that's not the same guy. What are they
2: talking about? You had me fooled. So, <laughs> if you hadn't have asked, I wouldn't have corrected you. or something. But guess what? Uh, Lord of the Rings isn't magic; it's fantasy. Harry <laughs> Potter is magic that could actually happen. You know, no, it's not. that it's just they're different. Uh, Aragon, that's fucking fantasy. That's not magic. I Harry never Potter, read Aragon. Me neither. Because why would you? It's not magic. Magic. <laughs> Harry Potter. Mm. Why would David you Copperfield?
3: <laughs> Where does Star Wars land on this? Uh
2: you know, future sci-fi, obviously, but it takes place <laughs> a long time ago. Well, then it's those the people were da, da, time da, da, time dumb because <laughs> English was <laughs> invented when like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it was a long time ago, wasn't it? It's supposed to be in the past? It's just that George Lucas
3: just thought that sounded cool. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that is exactly why it starts with it.
1: I mean it also I I will say that it also is a very interesting concept for like a fictional universe or whatever, for past civilizations to have more advanced technology than we do here now.
2: Is there, and I'm not a big Star Wars person. I've seen every movie maybe like once, probably Yes, as a they kid. do have butt plugs. Do they? Well, I know that. Job of the hut. <laughs> 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 do they have Earth? No. It's a whole different Yep. Everything. No Earth at all. No not, planet. No galaxy. Not even like doesn't old, reference the Milky Way, even or nope. anything.
1: Not no. even like old like legends as they're now called. No old expanded universe ever touched on like and there's also Earth. So many parsecs
3: away. <laughs> well I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself here as a yeah. big dumb Star Wars yeah. nerd. Please do. Technically, Josh, there is a legends comic that uh, Chewbacca does wind up on earth it is a very weird one where Han Calvin Solo and Hobbes are
2: also there right <laughs> <laughs> I wish
3: uh, but Chewbacca and Han Solo end up on earth like going through like a wormhole or something and they crash the Millennium Falcon into like the Amazon or, no I guess it wouldn't be the Amazon it'd be probably North America they crash that thing a lot
1: Amazon well, yeah. is in North America Paul Oh, you They're mean in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so they crash
3: and Han Solo dies. Um Chewbacca survives. Um and then fast forward like 50 years and who is searching the ruins of the Millennium Falcon but Indiana Jones searching for the legend of uh Sasquatch who in this Whoa. comic is Chewbacca.
2: Is that an official comic or is that knockoff side brand? It's it's like a very like,
3: like they have like the legends which are like all the like written comics mm-hmm. before Disney bought it. It's like a legends a legends legend, like it's like a very it's official like, though. It was at one point, but I, I don't think it was considered canon ever.
1: At uh, one point, they like before Disney bought Star Wars, I think they just kind of gave people free reign over like characters and scenarios as long as they were like a certain number of years before uh like the original trilogy or the prequels or something right does that how it worked like well you and to- you, you- uh,
2: this is not magic <laughs>
3: <laughs> you asked the question max we're answering but you couldn't kill off any of the main characters unless you had explicit permission from george lucas Anyway. And he
2: was like fucking kill Han Solo as long as Indiana, as long Jones, as Indiana Jones is finding Sasquatch. I guess so. I don't know. How
1: whatever. Yeah. <sighs> Do you have a favorite magician? Yeah. You
2: know it. I've said it a million times, David Blaine, hmm? not
1: Chris Angel.
2: Yeah. I want to hear what you hate about Chris Angel. Have you ever seen his intro to his
3: show? You know, I have not. Have you seen <laughs> him? No, you know, I have not. Is it? pop
2: ah, this is too much work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to explain. That laugh was His, so you. What laugh? Like the,
3: the, like, the little <laughs> giggle you just did there was like when you really hate something and you're so
2: mad that you, you can't even express it. And like I understand the hatred I have. Mm-hmm. It's Chris Angel was such a such a like. This is working for David Blaine, and then I think A and E. Was maybe the people that picked up Chris Angel. And they're like, let's monopolize this fucker. But let's make him so profitable, so TV, so like artificial, you know, all this stuff. And just like hammer that so hard where it's just it's fucking stupid. Half the things that he does. The people around him aren't even real. They're like, he's doing fake magic and they're all like, oh my God, he made this disappear. It's like, no, all those people are acting. The camera, they just like moved it to an angle where the, this building or elephant isn't there anymore and all this stuff. No. Mm, Is Chris Angel mind freak? Yes. Okay. Mind freak.
1: Whoa. Who said that? (laughs) Josh. (laughs) Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been working a, on my voice acting.
2: I have a strong hatred. Oh, however, he does have a uh pizzeria breakfast.
1: What's it called? Did we not we, uh, we've talked about this, haven't it's, we? It's um, uh it's it's Chris Angel's breakfast, breakfast and pizza or something, right? Breakfast and pizza. Pe- does sound familiar. But
2: it's like the acronym is what it's called. Yeah. I'll I'll look it up. Thank you. Yes. C A P B.
3: Cap. of. It's a capa.
2: But it's one of those things that's just like, of course, he was so monopolized. Make a restaurant while we're at it. We'll Let's just take it. Applebee's menu, throw it in there. Huh. Chris Angel B's?
4: It's
1: called Kablip. <laughs> and it's Chris An- It's <laughs> I was pretty <laughs> close. You you, were... It's Chris Angel's lunch, pe- lunch, breakfast, and pizza.
3: You
1: <laughs> huh. got lunch, breakfast, <laughs> dinner. Breakfast, dinner. Lunch we only pizza. got pizza.
2: Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and pizza. Yep. Oh, will you do me a favor? Can you go to the menu? You know they got some fun names on there. I'm trying to think of some before you read them.
1: Mind. Oh my god, they are temporarily closed for expansion. <laughs> They're getting bigger.
3: <laughs> of course they are. Do you think we're gonna get a kablip here? Oh my gosh, we got Panera bread. Why would we not? If if they open one,
2: we should all apply. Yes.
3: Work there each one day a week.
2: You got to have sleight of hand, though. Those pepperonis on that pizza. Oh,
3: where is it? Oh, you it's on your pizza. Ordered a cheese pizza. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, wait, it's
2: pepperoni. <laughs> I would go to that restaurant. <laughs> or I just want every waiter slash waitress slash cook slash host slash manager to be dressed up in a costume of Chris Angel. <laughs>
1: Uh I will say that they have an fun? unexpectedly large menu. Yeah it's like a yeah a money maker. I know but like I would assume a, a restaurant like this would have like here are the four things you can get from no, this menu.
2: No no no. They're moneymakers. It's like Montana no, but that's,
1: Club. But that's the money maker, you, right? It's no. like you have four things and you charge too much for no,
2: them. No. Montana Club's money maker whereas we have everything and it's shitty.
1: Yeah, you you can just put any of this stuff
2: in a microwave Mm. and we will give it to you. Cheese fries from Montana Club are microwaved. Every Montana Club kitchen has like seven microwaves in a row above the kitchen. I've worked there. I know it's true.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't deny it. No.
2: I remember. I like the idea that you didn't work there and you were just sneaking into their kitchen.
1: Can I I say bad
4: things? Yeah.
2: One time this person needed a chicken breast, rushed. Gross, this is the grossest thing I've ever heard <laughs> I don't care, I don't work there, fuck that place The cook Microwaved the chicken breast A raw one oh. And then threw it on the grill To get the grill marks on it And sent it out Wow! And I was like, holy shit That is another level don't Of disgusting order your food rushed. No, they fucked up They messed oh. up the person's order
1: Oh, wow. So it was, it was an on the fly kind of thing yeah. Oh my god well then,
2: so if you get a chicken breast in two seconds, don't eat that thing.
1: I, I thought it was a
3: a case of a. I, I, I thought Josh. I thought the same thing as Josh when you like said, a customer said, rush like, it. I need this as fast as I can. I, would I don't say, know why I came I would, to Montana as a tub. waiter.
1: i be like, no, <laughs> there's not. That many funny things on this menu,
2: but there's got to be a couple, right? Like a there's, there.
1: There are a few. So we have. Oh, I got to zoom in here so I can actually read the thing. Uh, for eyes. breakfast, we have Mind Fest, <laughs> which that's, is very funny. Two pancakes, short stack, baconer, sausage, one egg, hash browns, coffee or tea. The ultimate breakfast combo. That's that so, is a
2: mind fest.
1: That's so normal. Wait, fest or feast? Fest. Mind fest. Mind feast. That's way better. Mind Feast like, is way right? better. Yeah. If you got everything, it's not a fucking festival. But also, you can't forget about Mind Freeze with souvenir glass. <laughs> Chris's signature drink, a must, shot of absolute vodka, five scoops of strawberry, lemon, or chocolate gourmet Italian ice, swirled into 20 <laughs> ounces of, mys- of mystical perfection.
2: It's just vodka with ice cream. Am I reading? Yeah, am pretty, I
1: hearing that correctly? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, it's Chris oh, Angel's like private drink. He does it before every show. It's on his writer. <laughs> I think my favorite one on here, though, might be the Crispy Chicken Poppers. <laughs> That's, the best part about that is that it's a
3: crisp pun, not a magic <laughs> pun or mind free. It's just his name and is just Chris. So,
1: and And just so, like, Everyone knows Chris C R I S S is capitalized in crispy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just so you are aware that yes, this is this is his thing. There's like also some things on here that are like I don't know who these people are. Xristos Yanni's French toast. Who the hell oh, is this person? Do
2: you think they're referencing old magicians and stuff? May, I or don't do you know. Think just his buddies.
1: X R I S T O S. Who? How the hell?
2: Is there one Houdini thing? I don't, I haven't, I have not seen one. How do you not reference the master?
1: I don't know. But on the kids' menu, there is a weird anime chibi drawing of Chris without a shirt on.
2: Well, there are no pictures or drawings of him with one on. He's Chris <laughs> Angel.
1: That's a good point. Oh, there's a the Mind Freak burger.
2: They kind of went straight to the point. On
1: that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, they, they
2: did not try very hard. No, they did no, not. No,
1: a lot of these are pretty straightforward. Like Long Island Fish and Chips.
2: Oh, because he's from Long Island.
3: Spaghetti for you. Oh, because it's spaghetti for you. (laughs) Because it's a slide of
1: words. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, a lot tamer menu than I thought. I would
2: honestly. I'll email him.
1: Eat here at least once.
2: Oh, I would go six times. If I was in that, where is it? Las Vegas, I'm guessing. I think
1: it's in Vegas.
2: I would make a point to go there every day I was there.
1: Wow. Wow. Kablip. There it is. In Kablip. Overton, I guess.
2: Overton what? Nevada? Mo,
1: Mo- Overton pounds
3: is what I'm going to Mo-a- gain.
1: Moapa Valley? Not new, no, Moapa Valley. No, what state? Oh, wait. Nevada. Yeah, It is Nevada. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Forget Vegas. I'm going to Kablip.
2: You know David Blaine doesn't have a restaurant. Why David not? David Blaine has integrity that's what david I, Blaine that restaurant definitely... is what I hate about Chris Angel <laughs> even though I want to go there they got me that's what I you asked me a long time ago what I hate about him that's what
3: do you think if David Blaine came out with a restaurant would you
2: be mad depends what the food puns were um, David Blaine's would be so much better it'd be you could get a Blaine cheeseburger <laughs> no cheese Blaine cheeseburger no cheese
3: <laughs> or a or a Everything would just uh, be Blaine. Uh, like Blaine tacos would just be mean cheese.
2: <laughs> Everything's so
1: Blaine here. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: oh the one God, thing I do no like
1: <laughs> about watching David Blaine videos, especially when he does like less so street magic and more so whenever he does magic for like celebrities, mm-hmm. is all I always feel like his attitude is like, all right, watch this, you little piece of shit. I think his,
2: I, th- I think his attitude is more like I'm a super socially awkward, strange person.
1: Oh, I, I always view it. I've always viewed it. Maybe it's, and I haven't watched one in a long time. Not since I was I like thirteen. Today. But like, I always have felt like, especially his interactions with other celebrities has always been like, I'm a fucking baller and I know it.
2: Yeah, and he was always like, "Look at this show piece of Because it. It. Mm-hmm. Chris Angel is, I'm a baller, I know it. And I suck. <laughs> <laughs> David Blaine's is like, I'm a baller, I know it. And I'm like the coolest guy you'll ever know.
1: David Blaine was pretty cool. I, I distinctly, there was like, oh, I feel like there was like a 2020 special with Barbara Walters with David Blaine. Oof, I want to watch and that. I remember he talked about um, how he did one of his levitation tricks. And I remember as a kid thinking, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced. You're just You're just saying this for the camera. Because there's no way. Oh, Max is—he's gotten up like he's gonna do a trick.
2: It's not gonna work for you. But it'll work for Josh, I think.
1: Uh, okay, yeah. That's what he does. Yeah, he, like he just like uses one foot. Yeah, it's all perspective. Mm-hmm. But like the thing is, like he always looks like he's levitating higher than his foot would allow. It
2: does. He and really get—he's got those high arches, you know.
1: That's that's the thing that gets me. Was like, there's no way that that's yeah. right, and that using one foot. Because it looks like you're a foot off the ground, but also it could just be cameras. And
2: then afterwards, just always the, uh, you're panting, I'm going to throw up. Oh, somebody give me a glass of water. Really making a show of it. Was so he just, the one
1: that would always
2: throw up? We edited that. out, but you did throw <laughs> he up. He did after throw after up. After I just did that little yeah. levitation. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Was he the one that would always do kind of like the, like the hu- superhuman kind of stunts, like I Like the ice bath or like hold my breath for 20 minutes or some shit like that. He, was that him or Copperfield?
2: Well, he, he did like the like sit in an ice cube, uh, hang upside down for a certain amount of time. Yeah, things like that, were, which were more like, yeah, like just showmanship, yeah, more I, like Houdini style tricks. I always tricks. felt
1: those were underwhelming because I, it wasn't magic. I, it didn't, was just like, I
2: didn't care about it. It was like a feat of like human strength. Yeah. It's just training yourself to do something.
1: See, I—that's
3: the kind of stuff that I like. Do you? Well, because I mean, the the magic stuff—I'm like, oh, you're just you—you figured out a way to fool me into thinking you're doing this thing. But (laughs) with a a feat of human strength, you're like, oh, you legitimately can breathe, can go underwater for twenty minutes. That's amazing. That's not magic. That's just you being cool. Do you just not like being fooled, Paul? Yeah. I mean, I don't appreciate it when somebody tries to fool
2: me. Oh, I love it. A lot of people in the show don't either. His show, like he goes to South America and there's one village that just kind of is like, you're the fucking devil. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And He actually has to like explain how to do the trick to him because he's like, this is, I'm, it's not magic. I like, I'm, it's all an illusion. This magic uh-huh. doesn't exist. This is what I'm doing. Cause they're like, the old lady is like, it's translating him. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the fucking, you know? Uh, so, I, Yeah. I think there's maybe a lot of people in Paul's court which just don't like being fooled. I mean, I'm fool me once. I mean, George I, Bush didn't like it. But like, fool
3: me once. <laughs> Shame <laughs> on me. F- fool me twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: vain <Shit>. a- Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> How topical! Oh, it really is. Oh. But like, there's there's definitely a difference though between like. I know this is magic and I still don't like being fooled and also just being like, who is this person? Ah, they fooled me. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's, I think there's a difference between the two of like knowing it's magic and also just being like, I don't like being fooled. I'm just sitting here eating my Blaine cheeseburger. (laughs) Come up with these cards. At this restaurant. I took a bite and now it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would do at the Chris Angel place. I would eat it and
3: be like, my food disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have a refund? Yeah. Um, guys,
1: you made the flavor disappear.
3: <laughs> I Ooh. don't
1: know. I, I can't make. Ooh. I've never tasted their food. I can't make that claim. But I would if the food was bad.
2: Will you officially call out Chris Angel on this podcast?
1: I don't have a reason to call him out. I'll
2: call him out, Chris Angel. All out, do you? Oh, in magic, if wow, you want to challenge. challenge me, give
3: us. Give him your full name, uh, Max. <laughs> Carlson Thompson and uh, <laughs> Look, we haven't announced our marriage yet
2: but I know but it is happening on September 11th sounds bad to anybody who's not aware of what's going on
1: yeah it's true well just my leave. real wedding is on September 11th
2: What do you mean your real wedding <laughs> my real, I don't I don't want to make these jokes on there <laughs> Turn this off I'm out of here.
3: Oh he just threw his chair down. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's actually mad. Yeah. Um, my my last magic nostalgia. Um, say the magic eight ball. Well, I, I actually did. I had a friend who had a magic eight ball, and that was fun for a good five minutes, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> like every month. It's good to talk about for 20 seconds, too. What were you going to say? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say, um, uh, so there was
3: one... The University of Montana uh, Art School used to throw the Bose Art Ball mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. year. They might still, I don't know. Um, but the best one that I went to was the one that was uh, it was like fantasy and magic themed. Yes. Mm, yep. Oh, that was a fun one. It was. It was the best one we ever went to, and uh, it was the only one I ever went to. Oh, <laughs> well, you that you hit the high point. Yeah. I have the poster you made for that. Oh, uh, yeah. It was great, but. Um, one of the funniest things that I think PJ has done is that it was like most people are dressing as like wizards or like fantasy characters but PJ just dressed up as a magician
2: <laughs> and it was I don't remember that at all very
3: funny and they had like a costume contest and I think he did very well but I I really enjoyed that, that. was
1: really funny. That's funny yeah
3: and I I tell I t- I've told PJ that that I think that was very funny and
2: yeah if he's listening which he's
3: not uh PJ very funny.
2: I assume our friend Parker probably won the costume contest. Oh, Do you he, remember who won? He I was, don't remember. He who was won, Gandalf he did. or something crazy. Something He's like had that. some great costumes. Yes. throughout his yes. career. Yes, I was a leprechaun, mm. thanks to Carlos's one night stand, which I hear is closing. Oh no!
1: Yeah. Sad. Mm-hmm. Everything in that building is it going to be another dispensary. I mean,
3: Hopefully. I know that that's what the the. The Bathing Beauty's bead store is moving for. Yep.
2: Yeah. But maybe it's gonna be a magic shop. You never
3: know. Oh, you never know. You it could
1: be a magic know. shop. Oh, so I'd be much there in there every Chris, day.
2: The the catch is though, it's Chris Angel's. It's
3: Chris Angel's shop. magic yeah. shop.
2: Pit, cr- k- couple, yeah, kablob. K- What's
1: it called? <laughs> I, it's it's all
2: the same. I wanted to get a magic set before I came here today. I was even in the mall today, but forgot to go to Spencer's gifts because I guaranteed they would have magic. Oh, set probably yeah. Right?
3: There's but. somewhere in the mall, if not Spencer's, has a magic set. Yeah, I just don't know where. It'd probably be way more expensive than it's worth. Yeah, but
2: <laughs> I'm fucking rich, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
3: For the listeners, Max just slapped me with a (laughs) wad of $100 bills. Yes.
1: Well, that seems like it's about it.
3: That was a lot of magic. That was a lot Mm -hmm. of magic. Um, Josh, this is the thing you could edit out, but do we want to do a state of the nation? We can do a state of the nation. Like about Afghanistan? No.
1: no. I mean, if Max is fine with it, we can do a state of the nation. I don't know
3: how long we've been recording
1: either. What are we talking about? Well, if we do it, we can explain it.
3: But if not- we don't need to wait are you cut off at a certain time limit no oh
1: then fuck it all right let's talk about magic for hours <laughs> well we're transitioning to a segment called state of the nation it is now oh, and max doesn't have headphones so he can't hear this oh yeah Here, there's, there's let a me cool. sing along it is now time for the state of the nation oh
2: i know the song I forgot that you guys did this.
1: It is now time for the State of the Nation. Just happened. It's only happened once so far, so. Did you forget it last episode? Yeah. Oh, perfect. I mean, it's not going to be like an every week kind of thing, but it is going to be like a periodical kind of thing in which we check in on the nation of Cumshaw.
3: Yes. Which I believe we do have a uh, rival nation. The (laughs) Cumshots. No, uh, I believe executive producer Joe, he uh oh. started a rival nation which is called the let me see if I can find it. He did start a
1: rival nation. I don't know if we can go to war in this game. You know yeah. about more about this game than I do. How probably. does that work? You can find them? I don't think you can go to war.
3: Okay. But I could be wrong. Um anyway, he uh he sent us a threatening message that says this the nation of Kamsha is no match for nostalgia entertainment Empire the most <laughs> serene Republic of nostalgia entertainment Empire and uh, yeah that's our rival nation Once
1: there- I figure out how to go to war we are going to war but uh let's 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 check in on here uh I don't know what has changed since we last did this segment but as a brief uh re- I don't know a, a brief overview review i guess, i guess that's the right word um this is the federation of cumshaw a libertarian police state in that's which civil rights the fucking
3: worst sounding government in the fucking world
1: why <laughs> <laughs> in which civil rights are frightening which it's green which makes it seem like it's a good thing but frightening is not it's all relative
2: have, man it's all relative who knows?
1: uh the economy is reasonable and political freedom is few The Federation of Cumshaw is a small, orderly nation renowned for its barren, inhospitable landscape, state-planned economy, and absence of drug laws. The hard-nosed, cynical, devout population of 25 million Cumshawians are proud of their wide-ranging civil freedoms, and those who aren't tend to be dragged off the streets by men in dark suits and hustled into cars with tinted windows. The large, liberal, well-organized government juggles the competing demands of education, welfare, and health care. The average income tax rate is 43.2%, but much higher for the wealthy. The sizable but inefficient Kumshaian economy, worth 1.04 trillion pickles a year, is driven entirely by a combination of government and state-owned industry, with private enterprise illegal. However, for those in the know, there is a slick, highly efficient, quite specialized black market in uranium mining, book publishing, and information, information technology, and, most importantly, soda sales. The private sector mostly consists of enterprising 10-year-olds selling lemonade on the sidewalk, but the government is looking at stamping this out average income is 35,753 pickles and evenly distributed with the richest citizens owning, earning only 2.2 times as much as the poorest. The latest Harry Potter book is a bestseller. seller. <laughs> really? That wasn't orchestrated for this? No, that's right here. Oh, I love it. Organ donation rates are among the lowest in the region. Yeah, yeah, yeah! (laughs) The country's famous rainforests are being bulldozed by the mining industry, and government theft from poor artists to give to rich allies has been dubbed the reverse Robin Hood policy. Crime is almost non-existent thanks to a capable police force and progressive social policies in education and welfare. Cumshaw's national animal is the my wife, which refers to the brink, which teeters on the brink of extinction due to widespread deforestation.
2: I can't play, tell if this place sucks or is awesome. I <laughs>
1: know. We are it's, straddling it's, that it's line. It's I've been trying to make the it place. an
2: anarchist state and I
3: just keep accidentally making things as more. Fascist as possible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, we have issues to review. Okay. Max, your voice is going to carry the most weight in these, just so you know. Okay.
1: The headline for this issue is, Suspension of the Disbelieved. The issue. A patient accused ward nurse Gelu Assange of an inappropriately intimate physical examination, which resulted in his suspension from duty at Cumshaw City Central Hospital. A series of investigations and legal meetings followed involving hospital management. The patient, Ombudsman, which it's not capitalized.
2: Ombudsman, he doesn't like to be special and he doesn't want his name capitalized. He told me that before.
1: The complaints review board and eventually a magistrate's court of appeal. All in all, the nurse was suspended for a total of nine months before the complaint was dismissed and he was fully exonerated. The debate. We have three options here. We got uh, to choose uh, one side. There's no protection for the reputation of professionals anymore, rants the accused nurse, waving a loaded syringe around as he speaks, spraying an unknown sticky white fluid in your face. My name was in the local paper. The girl I was dating dumped me. Look, of course we must allow complaints. However, once a complaint has been dismissed, we should be able to take false accusers to court to hold them to account. I want compensation for my losses one way or another. He leers disturbingly with this last statement. Argument number two. Why doesn't anyone... That was all one argument? That was one argument. Oh my gosh. Argument number two. Why doesn't anyone believe me, sobs Victoria Gibson, the, com- the complainant who leveled the allegation, as she surreptitiously peels an onion under the table. For the sake of victims everywhere, you have to weigh in to protect people like me. Do you know how scary it was for me to come forward with this? You owe it to patient safety, to trust the word of victims, and to permanently suspend perverts like this nurse. And the last one. As far as I can see, this whole problem has happened because it's one person's word against another, observes your Minister of Watching Watchmen. We ought to enforce some transparency to medical proceedings with every professional accompanied by a trained observer for all interactions, and each patient also encouraged to bring their own chaperone. That way, there will always be at least one impartial observer to verify witness accounts. How are we leaning? Uh,
2: So... It's much more real
3: than the last like, yes. few ones, I feel like. It really
1: is, I, with very I, weird I, bits of just like, she's peeling an onion yeah. under the table. Yeah. I am uh, engaged to
2: a pervert nurse. <laughs> so I'm going to have Former to go with- the pod pervert nurse. I'm going to have to go with option B. B? That's the
1: person who was saying we- Right? That B was the, the person who, the, the accused, or not the accused, the uh, the victim. Yes, yes.
2: So we're going with because B? Because the pervert nurse was attacking the victim, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. yep. Let's go with B.
2: Yes, B. B. All right. It just makes, it's just the most real one that I can see, you know?
1: All right. Suspension of the disbelief. Legislation passed. Doctors ask for written consent before making eye contact with patients. Cumshot was reclassified from... Libertarian Police State 2, Iron Fist Socialists. Wow. We've done it. Uh, All right. Let's do... These are a lot longer than they were the first time, so maybe we'll only do a couple of these issues. That's fine. We don't don't have have to do all of them. Uh, We'll do one more.
2: I got nothing else to do.
1: Eh, We'll do one more anyway. Uh, This one is called A Comedy of Errors. A controversial new biography... Based on your personal life before your rise to power. I think this, you being me. Collect, oh, well, Max. A controversial new biography based on Max's personal life before his rise to power has proved to be quite popular all over Cumshaw. While many are calling it comedic drivel, some are taking it quite seriously. We have four options to choose from. Four. Here is the first one. Everything in that book must be true, states Leela Bender, the nation's leading distributor of tinfoil hats. Why else are you denying it so hard? Now we know about the covert and underhanded negotiations Max held with Branklandian gold smugglers. She frantically waves a copy of the book in Max's face. Tell the truth, leader. You can't hide it forever. Mandate that all politicians cannot tell a lie. Am I mis- and that was argument one. Number two. Am I mistaken, or is the author of this book The Legendary Stand-up comic Jerry Carlin? points out Rodrigo Grossman, an amateur comedian with a knack for impersonating Max. There is no legitimate reason for concern over a couple of silly jokes. You need to find a sense of humor before one bad pun lands a comedian in trouble. Comedy is a form of art not a nuisance to the credibility of politicians and leaders. The government should not have a say on how we tell our jokes. Argument number three. What poppycock blasts Airy Nagasawa, Max's red-faced press secretary? Gullible consumers, which we admittedly know is a large slice of the demographic pie, will eat that thing up and hang on every word. He takes a breath to scoff and sputter unintelligibly at another passage of the book. We can't provide a stage for these liars at the expense of Max's reputation. We must approve everything written about the government before it hits the bookstore. And the final fourth argument. Or we could just write your official autobiography, advises Dixie Tesla, Max's extremely persuasive propaganda minister. It'll be easy to distribute it to the masses they wouldn't doubt a single word. Only you should decide what what you want the people to know about your life, not some back comedian with an ax to grind, hack comedian with an ax to grind. So those are, those are our four options. Everything must be told. Ooh, uh, well, the government can't tell us what to do. The government must approve everything or let's just lie to people.
2: My thought is I agree that comedy is not an art form. So- uh, uh, letter B, number
1: two, right? Yeah, I. That's my. my that is also my thing. The government should not have a say on how we tell our jokes. Yes. We'll accept that. Uh, the comic book series leader and the villainous corporate cronies is a bestseller.
3: Hmm. That's it. That's been the state of the nation.
1: That has been the state of the nation. And with that, that's also our episode. State of the podcast. There it is. Oh, there it is. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Are you talking to us or the audience? Everybody.
2: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I mean, talking, I a- I'm talking to myself and Chris Angel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a great time. You're a lovely guest, Max. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's already cleaning up in here. <laughs> Someone's ready to go.
2: I was putting them in the
1: toilet, though. It's just <laughs> a messed up. Uh, the old green toilet we have in the middle of the office. Mm, perfect mm. perfect fixture. Yum. Well, if anyone out there has any fun thoughts about Magic uh, or their own thoughts about the menu at Kablip, you can, of course, share those with us on Twitter and Instagram at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email, as Max has done, on multiple times, and for which we appreciate him for that very much. And that email is nostalgia system podcast at gmail.com uh what else do I plug? Oh of course you can support the show on patreon as Max also does one of our ah! best one of our best <laughs> listeners provides great episodes supports us on patreon sends us an email everyone should strive to be like Max don't what <laughs>
2: Thank in you, every right. way it doesn't right. matter what
1: every single way everyone should be like max
2: <laughs> thank you josh thank you thank of you. course uh, don't you send patreon people free stickers isn't that real uh
1: i can yeah if you sign up for patreon and you're a new if, if you sign up and you're new you, i'll mail you a sticker just um, one yeah one free sticker I don't i've got like fucking freeloaders around i've here. got tons of free stickers i'll mail it to you that <laughs> patreon covers postage baby yeah (laughs) so yeah patreon.com slash nes underscore pod is where you can join all of us on the cum shaw I guess with that Max do you want to plug anything
2: yeah so I have a wedding coming up if we could have everybody just show up unannounced and uninvited that'd be great (laughs) after that yeah twin home prince that's me Uh, my name is Max and uh, that's it beautiful Paul Paul I would also
3: Uh, like to plug
2: okay okay yeah Max's wedding yes (laughs)
3: everybody just go on show up there um
2: you never plug anything and i really want you to plug your dog
3: oh my dog amanda hug and kiss Mm -hmm. i mean i don't please don't find my dog (laughs) that'd be a weird thing to do because you would have to come to my house if we're at the dog park you can say hello to her
2: that sounds nice yeah
1: yeah wow there you go paul's dog Thank you, Moonraker Music, for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y, K-E-R. Paul, what's uh, the next <laughs> the next episode? I have no
2: idea. And neither do we. Oh, you should decide right now.
3: It's going to be ALF. We're going to talk about alien life form Really? Are you talking about Alf? I don't know.
0: Just aliens in general. I made something up.
2: I will come back.
1: You want to come back next
3: week?
2: Aliens. Oh my god. I love aliens. No, you gotta have somebody else.
1: (laughs) We'll figure something out. Uh, until until next week. Uh, goodbye, everyone.
3: There's a funny old man voice.
1: (laughs) 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 Bye-bye.
4: Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.